Hello, Erica. Hello, Stephen. You're tired. I am so sleepy. Once again, it's Tired Cast on Lazy Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. We should have called. We should have named it Sleepy Doctor Who. That, yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't realize that we would record so many episodes um, late at night. That's true. Right before bedtime. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have. We've watched uh, episode one of The Reign of Terror. Mm-hmm. A land of fear. Dun dun dun. We had watched this one together. Yes, I thought it, when we were putting this in, I was thinking, "Oh, I've never seen the Reign of Terror. This is interesting." Mm-hmm. And then, and then something niggled at the back of my head, and then it started up, and I was like, "Wait a minute! I'm pretty sure I have watched this, but I don't remember why, and I'm pretty sure I didn't watch the whole story." I think it was when um, the DVD came out. Oh, and okay. which I don't re- I, when it came out, it was obviously in 2012 mm-hmm. or 2013. It would have had to have been 2013 because you were here and you only moved here in 2013, right? No, we got married in 2013. I didn't move until 2014. Lost track of our lives. But I was here for two months in 2013 after we got married. It could have been then. Mm-hmm. And because I only said it because the, uh, this is a great way to date when Doctor Who DVDs came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, based on the new series promos that are usually at the head. And uh, this right. one was for Series 7A, which of course was 2012. Okay. Yeah. So, obviously, this came out when that was available on box set, so either late 2012 or early 2013. And so, when it came out, um, we watched it. Maybe this is when you were visiting um, here for a couple weeks, maybe? I don't know. I'm I'm bored mm. with trying to figure that out, and I don't think anybody really cares. So. No, but now I'm puzzled now. <laughs> I want to piece this together. Um, I thought maybe I had started to watch it for an episode of Verity or something, no. and then just didn't have time or inclination to finish it, mm-hmm. or got bored or something. So Yeah, I don't didn't. know why. We only watched the first episode, which we've recovered now here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is an episode. So you've seen one episode of The Reign of Terror twice. Right. And I, I don't know, maybe I watched... The second episode? We won't find out until later. I don't think we got through it. Okay. For whatever reason. But yeah, so it starts out with me being very, very, very annoyed at the Doctor again. Like, I'm back to, like, profoundly disliking this character. Right. Yes. So, I'm, he, not, I'm, not, I'm not on board with this one. Just just simply because of the Doctor. Like, that, that is enough to sour me to an episode right there. But he's obviously changed his mind, you know. And you can obviously tell that, you know, it's all, it's all bluster. Um, and like five minutes in. He was going to throw them off the TARDIS. That is yeah. not just bluster. You can say what you want. You can, you know, you can be a, an apologist if <clears> you'd <throat> like, but you're wrong. <laughs> but once they, once, once he goes and sees them off, once mm-hmm. uh, Barbara and Ian sweet talk them, uh, to sweet talk mm-hmm. him into, and then. I hate that. I hate that he's the kind of character that gets all grumpy and then you have to sweet talk him into being a nice person. That's 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 not the kind of person that's cool with me. I'm sorry. If you have to sweet talk somebody into being nice, nope, mm-hmm. not a good person. Sorry, I'm very I'm very upset about this. I'm sorry. <sighs> this is this was the characterization of I the know. doctor back then. I know, and yeah. I'm trying to be okay with it, and I'm yeah. failing mightily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I, uh, I actually enjoyed William Hartnell's performance in this. I thought it was a very um, it's probably the most physical uh, acting I think I've seen him, you know, when he's mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the episode when he's, like, trying to um, 
uh, get out of the house and stuff, and he's falling all over the place, and, and mm-hmm. he just you you forget sometimes that he was a man of what fifty five, fifty six at this point, mm-hmm. but he was playing old, and he often would play old right. in real life as well. Because um, that's just what his personality was, but he really wasn't that old. He was as old as Peter Capaldi is. Mm-hmm. You know, true. yeah. Um, what else about the? Okay, I have. Um, this is one of those historicals where, like, I didn't know much about Marco Polo either, but we kind of got some dialogue, I think, between Susan and Barbara about what he was doing, and 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 indeed, even uh, with Marco Polo's journals. This story I get confused about because I don't know much at all mm-hmm. about the French Revolution or the Reign of Terror. I never learned about that in school. That wasn't no. something that we covered. I suspect it's something that English school children probably learned a lot more about, so they're perhaps going to you know, just take it as read that their audience is, is going to know more about this than I do, so I may end up being a little bit a little bit on the lost side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know it was kind of a... It was a very bloody thing. Actually, my... My knowledge of this era comes from the card game Guillotine, or Guillotine, depending on how you pronounce it, right. uh, which is a really fun game we should play sometime, um, where you are basically lining up nobles to go and have their heads cut off, and you get points for the different types of nobles. And Charming. It's really, oh, it's pretty dark, but it's very funny. Uh, and, and, yeah, I... Anyway, it's a fun game. Um, so yeah, so the the, the bit that I I know uh, mostly comes from that card game. Um, right. I find it highly disturbing that this is the Doctor's favorite period of Earth what history. What is with that? Wow, that the, fits right in with my uh, my picture of him <laughs> as a colossal jerk. The Reign of Terror is his favorite period in Earth history. Mm-hmm. Whatever the Reign of Terror is, mm-hmm. assume I assume it was a reign of terror. I think it took place for about three or four years. Um, there was a lot of death. There was blood running through the streets. I did read, um, oh, whatever the Dickens book is, A Tale of Two Cities. Yes. Yep. So I have read that, but I don't remember it very well. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, it was the best of times, but. But it was also the worst of times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the end of the last episode, if you want to say it's a far better thing I do, blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 you know. Uh-huh. I only know that quote because of Trial of a Time Lord, you know. Really? Yeah, Colin Baker says in that. Ah, yeah. delightful. Um, I, I do think that it's it is interesting that the doctor thinks he knows where they where where and when he is, and yes. they slowly find out that he is wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, I mean, you know, you don't have a story if they don't start investigating. So you know, it is kind of fun to see the doctor being like, "Oh well, let's you know, this might be interesting." And he's carrying a nifty staff, so that's kind of cool. So I like his walking stuff. stick. I know. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's always been like that, but we just we get a better look at it. Well, he's not holding it up right now. We could actually the way he was holding yeah. on to it, you could see the the lower part of it, the base of it's it. Kind of curled, like so. curled around mm-hmm. and like spiraled in a way. Yep. Yeah, it's neat. Neat carving. You see what else we saw? We got a good look at uh, towards the end of the episode. Regarding uh, part of his uh, wardrobe. His pants? Spats. Oh, is he wearing spats? He's got spats. Hashtag spats. Hashtag spats. Um, I find it funny that they decide to dress up in the clothing and they, <laughs> you know, they say, you know, this will make us less conspicuous as we try to make our way back to the ship. <laughs> the TARDIS, it was like, it's like five minutes away. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, it, it is the reign of terror. They probably know now why that kid was scared on That's the true. road. Uh, but I do think it's funny that this is like a stopping off place 
clearly they've determined it's a stopping off place for people who are trying to escape. Mm-hmm. And they have now, like, stolen the clothing from whichever people were, were yeah. going to, expecting to show <laughs> up here. So they may have just, you know, basically put three people to their deaths, their early deaths, by taking away their costumes. Quite um, possibly. And now, indeed, the house that they were mm-hmm. trying to escape to um, because it's, uh, it's on fire. Yep. At the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. And the doctor is trapped. Oh, no. He's very trapped. I, uh, back to the parts about not understanding what's going on. Like, I don't... Like, the two guys that they meet... I'm guessing they were noblemen. Were they noblemen? Mm-hmm. Of we, some sort. I guess so, because one of them still commanded the troops. Yes, or at least had says, command of you know, them. see, they're still peasants. You, you might put, like, uh, you know, uniforms on them, but they're still peasants underneath, which is kind of a jerk thing to say, actually. So I, I felt less bad about him getting shot. Because he is one of the... Um, if he's part of the nobility, then that means he's definitely headed to the guillotine. Because in the French Revolution, or the Reign of Terror, mm-hmm. the citizens took power. took power and mm-hmm. then basically ran. And the Scarlet Pimpernels, re- at, I don't know, something like that. I have no idea about the Scarlet Pimpernel. Okay. I, th- I thought like some noblemen were like basically were escaping to England. Mm-hmm. Um, See now this this ties into a Black Adder episode now. <laughs> That's true, it does. All of all, literally all of European history that I know is through Doctor Who or when I was a kid growing up, TV shows that aired around the time of Doctor Who. <laughs> <clears throat> and Black Adder sometimes aired right after Doctor Who. So I just have to remember, I just have, I guess in order to understand what's going on in the Reign of Terror, I'm gonna have to go back and watch the Scarlet Pimpernel episode of uh Black Adder. Um, and that then, sounds like a great idea. <laughs> I'm falling asleep here. Do you have anything else to say about the Doctor Who episode? No. <laughs> or have we reached the point in the night where you keep me up just to poke me and make me say ridiculous Pretty things so they get more and more sleepy? Well, well it's been uh, it's been known in the past that you were you start a, you end an episode of Doctor Who sleepy, mm-hmm. and then we we gamely try to get to the podcast, and then you get perked up by the podcast. And then you're awake after we're done recording, mm-hmm. and then you want to watch another episode. I guarantee you 100% that is not <laughs> happening tonight. Okay. Nope. So there we go. House on fire. Um, doctor trapped. Uh, everyone else going off to Paris. Lots In of music. 18th century clothes. In 18th century clothes. Andrew Kirsch. The end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's about it. That's where we are. Land of fear. It's, this is pretty bleak, I gotta say. It's a little bit. bleak. A little bit for an, uh, a season-ending episode, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, is this the season end? This is the end of the season, yeah. Wow. Ready terrorists, yeah. Well, then. Yeesh. <laughs> well, it's only episode one. It might get That's better. Yeah. I, I can only hope. Okay. Well, we'll find out. Until next time. On the next episode of Sleepy Doctor Who. <laughs> yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.